If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And we are boom, 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 recording Wednesday, September 7th, 207 p Wednesday, September 7th, 2022 at 207 p.m. Eastern. <sighs> Episode 900. I completely forgot. It's episode 900 with Matthew oh, Crawford. Yeah. So, a nice round number. Ooh, it's a sexy one. It's a big 900. It's the last 100 marker we're going to hit before 1,000. Godspeed, <laughs> I hit that before an asteroid or how something. Quickly, how quickly have you been in a 1,000 podcasts? For a while, you were doing like 15 a week or so? I was doing – I was at a steady clip. So I started December 12, 2019. I really turned up the heat like fall 2020 no i moved in my apartment april 2021 and that was i was at episode 418 when i moved into this apartment a year and five months ago so 17 months and i've almost as of now i've I've all I've, I've well over doubled my podcast so i don't know man i'm i'm trying to do I'm trying to do 365 this year. Today's the 250th day of the year. And I first episode of this year was 653. So I'm three behind, but I'm on my clip to do 365. Uh, Slowing down a little bit intentionally. I've been sprinting a marathon for two years and I'm just, it's now dawning on me like, it is indeed a marathon. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. That's actually yeah. part of the reason I'm getting up and uh and getting out and about for four days. Yeah. Well, yeah. With that, we were just talking about uh, how you're heading out uh, on vacation. But hey, real quick for all the new people, please introduce yourself, man. <laughs> I'm Matthew Crawford. Uh, I write a Substack uh, called Rounding the Earth. Got involved in doing pandemic research and kind of dropped everything for it because I realized that um, there weren't enough. Um, you know, analysts, uh, you know, people who could do statistics or, or uh, th- there weren't enough people paying attention to all the, the strange inconsistencies and flaws in the stories. Um, and, uh, and just recently um, started a podcast uh, with my friend Liam and we're running some interviews ourselves. And, um, you know, uh, and, and I have a, a backgrounds in education and finance. Uh, those are sort of my two uh, careers, if you, you know, uh, I want to track a career path. So I kind of jump into whatever I'm interested in at any moment in time. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's and uh yeah, you've been on here several times before. I'll put your sub stack in the uh in the description as well as your podcast, because we haven't talked yeah. since uh since you started that, I believe. Um well, I mean, we've been talking about COVID and data, but I figure what we were just talking about beforehand is like how does one get into metal mining? And not really, we we, we on that for like 30 seconds, but it actually got me thinking it's, and you, and you, you took the words out of my mouth when you said what it's really for, because it's not a high pro. And by the way, anybody listening, neither of us have any idea have, well, at least I know I don't have any expertise or wisdom in metal mining, but let's wing it anyway. 
Um, I should lay the groundwork. You just started talking about metal mining and, and maybe nobody knows why. I mentioned to Tommy that I was going to go, I'm going to go tour a Bitcoin mine yeah. mining operation out in West Texas, and uh, I may be investing in it. Um, I know uh, one of the members of the company very well. I've actually, I've actually met uh, a whole bunch of them. I helped them move a mine uh, a couple of years ago. Um, but, you know, I was going out there to check it out. And uh, and Tommy said, uh, you know, when I said mining, he thought about metals. Yeah, he said Bitcoin. <laughs> I, I don't know why I thought of like bismuth or something. And uh, yeah, I just, I just thought of you in like a like a tweed coat, and like a three piece suit, maybe going out on like a really inefficient coal engine or something. You've got like an ivory cane and you're out there smoking like a French cigarette. And you're like, <laughs> look, I just imagine a bunch of like a bunch of like near naked, like, you know, uh, just like slaves strip mining. Like, I'm thinking like 17, 1800s imperial, imperialism. I don't know why that came to my mind, but that's what I thought. But then, but then I thought like, well, how, how would you get into it? And you said it as I was thinking it, if it's low profitability, it's probably it's security, right? You've got your, you've got your, uh, you know, you know, my dad, my dad was involved in the, in the poultry industry um forever it has nothing to do with this but i remember him saying about like the r&d divisions about you know efficiency and hormones and whatever you always want to be on the cutting edge but you never want to be on the bleeding edge and i mean the cutting edge is like maybe like skunk works for a lockheed martin the bleeding edge is like darpa you can do the bleeding edge if you are government funded because it doesn't need to be profitable it's, it's a whole different paradigm it's not about we have Q3 or, or if, if you're young you know uh, a, that, a, lot that of, too. Um, a, a lot of the you know bleeding edge developments that work out are young people who have you know some sort of just different vision or different uh you know go a new direction with technology and and maybe it works out maybe it doesn't yeah uh, but um you know younger people have uh have more uh, time to mm-hmm. gamble with a little bit, mm-hmm. and uh, and and technology is a gamble because you don't know whether or not it's going to fit and, and make an economic enterprise that will have you know a positive economic feedback loop, which yeah. is what you need for something to move from that level from bleeding edge to cutting edge, to- and then cutting edge is is. Yeah, you know, th- those are the people who've been the in the staple. business and and they know how to incorporate a new technology. They're still able to do that uh, before their competitors do. Yeah. Yeah, or or yeah, young young with a new vision, or or kind of government specifically like national defense where DARPA. I mean, they've consciously for seven decades their whole thing is like we're gonna take the next, you know, you know, uh, you might be developing a P fifty one Mustang, and your cutting edge might be we've got some new blades that go faster. Whereas bleeding edge is like, no, fuck that. We're going to bring some Nazis over and build jet engines and rot. It's a whole new paradigm. You can do DARPA can do that because they're on the government. It's government payroll. And they knowingly go out and say, we're going to throw 10 things at the wall. And then we let seven die on the vine. And then we examine the next three. And after another year, we'll, we'll kill two and, and then quadruple down. So you can do that. They don't really have a, they're not beholden to any sort of like realistic model. Um, though, though, to be fair, if, it, if their model is too unrealistic, then they're just wasting money. Well, right? yeah. Like, it, it, you know, it, like if government is, is just throwing money at ideas until some stick, but then there's still no like, uh, like attention to return on investment. 
um, you know, that itself says you probably have bad governance. And a good example of that might be, um, you know, the uh, money that like the NIH has spent um, mm -hmm. in grants over the years. Um, if you remove, if you, if you go over the last like 30, 40 years, if you remove the Human Genome Project, there is a negative return on investment. Right. And a lot of people might call into question, wait, why are we doing this? Or or is the benefit being accrued to just a very few people? Few people. And, and that's actually the purpose of the machinery. But even the Human Genome Project did not produce as much as expected. And, and you know, there's no way to know with bleeding edge developments. Right. Yeah. But uh, there are only a handful. You can count them with your fingers. There are only a handful of diseases that are purely genetic in nature where, you know, we, we can point to, you know, some um you know single nucleotide polymorphism some mutation in the genome or a gene that's screwed up and say that is the one cause that is the thing that goes wrong you know maybe those are caused before that but that is the one that is that absolutely defines the disease most of the others um you know you can look at hundreds or thousands of genes and not even get like 10% of the association they call these like mendelian studies that they do where they look for all the associations amongst all you know uh 20,000 genes or however many there are and uh and and try to you know uh, associate them but uh it's it's they're so complicated you know and there's so there's confluence between uh environmental and genetic factors that makes it difficult to to pinpoint them so the, the human genome project did not result in a whole bunch of like identification. Now we know how to cure this thing, or now we know, you know, what we might do in the future to cure this thing. Devil's advocate, you could say not yet. Just, not yet. Yeah. And yeah. And there's another thing with kind of, you know, at those national levels, um, those huge projects is, is often you, you don't have the liberty of, of looking or running a control, right? You have some, there is no like, well, let's see what the let's see what the, the the Russians do with the Nazis. And then there is no there's oftentimes like you can't redo it. You're at this real time juggling as you go. It's like a freestyle rap. You're making it up as you go. Like maybe we want to have the human genome project because it could be the next big leverage over other nations. And then in hindsight, you go, well, it wasn't really. But do you want to be sitting in a spot where 20 years later you go, oh, we should have done that. So there's another weird thing where sometimes you kind of have to just go do it. If anything, just as like denying it to other nations. And then what are you going to do? Are you going to like. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's at least used as justification. Sure. Whereas uh, I, I think there's still uh, an interesting argument to be made with with a lot of that that goes on. But uh, hello, Jessica. Dr. Jessica Rose, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. How are you guys? Noted. Noted. Have you had a sprint of a day? Uh, I, I, I shouldn't admit this, but I'm not sleeping well. I, um, it's really weird for me. It's probably just my age, but, uh, like I, I keep waking up at three and that's when I start my day. So I, I was up at three again. This oh, is going wow. on like six days. That's the worst. And you know, it's, it's like a normal day. It's so weird. Like, and I can't get to sleep till midnight. So it's, uh, I, I even surf today, so I'm I'm like I'm I'm okay, but it's like I'm, my body is is like. Uh, are you are you sure? <laughs> are you sure you want to stay awake? Are you I, sure you want to get up now? I, I but, went through that know, exact same thing last week. In fact, last night was the first night that I had like an ordinary. I, I slept from like oh. one thirty to eight thirty this morning, and uh, wow. the, the first like relatively ordinary stretch of sleep that I've had in a while. 
but I think it's because uh, I'm I'm driving out on vacation today, so my body said, you know, like okay, it's different now. You're out, you're it's, it's fun a lot now. of work time. You don't have to be expected to produce anything for a while. <laughs> Dude, I I I chronically sleep terribly, and I've honestly found over like ten years of bad sleep. It wow. just happens. And then one day you sleep for 14 hours. I've tried everything. I've tried every drug. I've tried every method. I've tried every to now. I just, now I just have my own rule. I have the time I'm getting out of bed. And if I wake up at 3 a.m., but I don't have to be up for another five hours, I will just lay there. It's sort of like call my own bluff. I'll be like, no, you can't get out of bed till eight. And I might lay there for like two more hours. And finally my brain's like, all right, Jesus Christ. And I will just go to sleep. So like, I, I tried know. that today. I, I got up and I got some water because sometimes, you know, it's it's body temperature stuff. And, uh, you know, I peed and then I, I was like, screw it. I'm going back to bed. And so I, I did. And I just lay there for like an hour and a half. Like, doo, 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 doo. I was like, screw this shit. I'm going to go. It's one of my favorite things to in the world. Um, uh, so I, I don't know if either of you practice, uh, uh, Tommy, you practice meditation, don't you? Every day have to, uh, I'll go insane. Um, one of the things that I realized, um, as a kid is a form of meditation is what happens when you kind of go through second sleep, like you wake up and you, you know, you're not ready to wake up yet. And if you don't have something that pulls you out of bed, if you don't have to get somewhere, um, you'll make a sleep, but the sleep is a little bit different. You know, you're more likely to have like dreams that are just on the light side. Like you're not deep in sleep and, and you have the kind of dreams that, that you, when you wake up 45 minutes later, they're on the top of your mind, right? Mm -hmm. You have more control over the interaction. And, uh, and a lot of times if, I, if I've been thinking about a problem, um, whether it's, you know, a life problem or, you know, a math problem or anything, uh, I will, I will intentionally focus my mind on that problem and then let myself go back to sleep because you get that incubation, you know, how, um, you know, people, people talk about how they have, uh, moments in the shower where they realize things, right. Uh -huh. yeah. Um, yeah. Aha moments. Um, you know, what that is, is incubation. You think of an idea, and when you're not consciously thinking about it, it goes just beneath the surface. You always have constantly many thoughts going on in your brain at once, right? But you have those that are like closer to the surface. Maybe, maybe you could say you just have one conscious thought at a time, though I think it's a little more complex than that. But you have those that are a little bit under the surface. Whatever problems you're focused on um, are the ones that are very often a little bit under the surface. And that's why I think sometimes you, you work on them in your sleep or you work on them in meditations and you don't even, you don't even have to consciously do it. But I think that if you set yourself up before a second sleep by focusing your attention on it, I think a lot of times you get good results. Like you're more likely to have that aha moment, you know, shortly after waking up. Uh, I don't know if anybody else has had this experience, but I love doing it. Like that's, it, it's one of my favorite things in the world to do. It sometimes I've honestly, I've found probably the most effective other than just like, I don't know, like a like I don't know, going to a hospital and having anesthesia. I found the most effective thing is just not look at my clock, no matter what, no matter how tempted I am. I'll just lie to my. There's like this weird, there's this weird like Schrodinger's like alarm clock where I'm like, I think I have to get up in 15 minutes, but I'm. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'd have to get up in two hours and you just call your own. Cause once you look at it, I have an hour and five minutes. I'm like, Oh fuck. Well, it only takes 30 minutes. over. They just don't look at it. And your body's kind of like, well, what are we doing? What are we doing? I have no idea. <laughs> that honestly works more than anything. I mean, seriously, if I'm, if I'm listening to something, cause I always listen to something to fall asleep, I'll pick up my phone and, and hold my hand over like the, the top of it. So I don't see the time and I'll just, that works better than anything. It's this weird sort of, my brain's like, what are we, what are we, what are we doing? And I'm like, I don't know. Let's see where the fuck this goes. And that normally works. Um, most of the time, it's just kind of downward spirals into paralyzing anxiety and stress. And then I fall asleep <laughs> from exhaustion. So I don't really know. I don't really have any, uh, I don't think I have any, uh, any real advice, real advice to, to give on that. Um, I think I just have to ride it out until it fixes itself. Um, I, I really think it's the, you know, it's part of the the age thing. Because um, it, it's like, yeah, I, it doesn't feel horrible. It's just very unusual for me. Like, and I, I know that sleep is, you know, it's the most important thing. And that's when your DNA repair happens. So it's like. I want, you know, as much DNA repair as I can get. So. I sleep is food. I sleep is food. And, you know, and, you know, what you're just talking yeah. about, God, and Jessica, everybody does this to me and, and, and it irritates me, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, you probably need vacation. Um, I literally, oh, I'm, God, I, yeah. after, after well, we're done with this conversation, I have uh, have my bags packed. I probably have another 20 minutes of getting things together I need to do, but I'm I'm walking out the door for four or five days. Um, wow. I'm, I'm going to go, uh, to a couple of national parks and I'm going to, uh, tour a Bitcoin mine that I might invest in. But, you know, I, I just like, you know, how many 10 to 15 hour days have you, you know, uh, work days have you had over the past, however, you know, long and stretch this has been during the pandemic. Um, you know, at some point yep. you have to, you have to shake things up a little bit, um, so that you come back normal. <laughs> I think. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. I mean, I'm I'm not really a, I'm not really a vacation person anyway. So it's it's like not something that uh, that I normally do. So it's it, yeah, but it's so true. A I vacation mean, can mean anything. Of, it can mean going to visit a friend. It can mean going to an exactly park, yeah. Right? Like you, you I kind of live like I'm on vacation though. Like I I do whatever I want every day. Like I I don't <laughs> have any commitments. So my <laughs> I kind of I'm on permanent vacation. <laughs> that, so that, yeah, it's, uh, I need a break from my permanent vacation. <laughs> permanent vacation. <laughs> Uh, but no, work, I, I do you work, work hard way too much to, to call it just vacation. I don't know. Yeah. What um, I need to do, I think, is to unplug. Like, I, I need to get away from my computer because I literally, even my computer tells me I spend too much time on my computer. <laughs> Christ. Jesus Christ. That is a weird thing that you start to notice is like, so like, I was having a panic attack two weeks ago and uh, it, was, it had like, 
it lasted like through the night and I woke up anxious and I was like, oh, fuck. and it's, it's, I have been chronically anxious. And, um, uh, I, I tried CBD oil once before and it helped. So I went and got some like CBD oil. I got up the courage to like leave my apartment and go get some. And I mean, I'm in the state of Maryland and I know for a fact that like weed is not legal, but I took it and accidentally got high as fuck. So there's absolutely THC wow. during a panic the attack. Oil? Yeah. So I was like, this is, and then I, I tried again, like a week later, I took like two droppers and I got toasted. But like when I was having a panic attack, I took nine. So I was just on a different planet, but luckily I've smoked weed a thousand times. So like, I was like, all right, I just kind of accidentally got high. So, but all that being said is uh, I rarely smoke weed. So when it does, I kind of have like, when I do use it, I like to use it like twice a year. Cause it, I like to use it like a, like tactically, it kind of makes me re-examine life. Because it's such like a gut yeah. punch, it makes me. I'm like, oh, I I'm not happy with this, or I really need to change that. And then it's like the Alan Watts quote uh, about psychedelics is, um, uh, once you've got the message, hang up the phone, don't keep using it. Okay. And uh, yeah, 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 that, so, that's great. So I'll that find applies to everything, like gambling. Oh yeah, oh and- yeah. So I found, I found that I can like I can use weed for like a, a week at a time, maybe like Have every ever, six months. Uh, you ever tried kava? Yeah, that doesn't really do anything for me. It's so this is interesting. I've had conversations with people, and some people uh, it seems to um, the very first time that I used kava, it was actually amazing. Um, I, I um, uh, probably had uh, my highest anxiety period around the age of like twenty twenty one, and um, and yeah, that was what I was working on Wall Street, and and um, the, you know in the middle of the Asian bond flu. Um, long-term capital management collapse. And, you know, I'm running a a $12 billion bond portfolio, you know, through some pretty tumultuous waters. And, uh, and I, I tried it and it, it like for two, three days, it was just amazing. The first time I tried it. And then uh, like a week later, I tried it again, didn't do anything. And several times I went back like a month later, two months later and tried it and it didn't do anything. So I, I I still don't know what to make of that, except that the first Tolerant. time it was it was like it was such glorious relief. I thought that I had found yeah, the thing that I needed, but that, you know I you never know how things are going to affect you. Um, that's everybody's the, a little bit different. That's the tease of all. Like, kava. It's a kava kava root. Is it an extract? Yeah, or something? yeah, yeah. Root extract. That's right. Yeah, that's um, the that's the tease of all those like remedies you find where you find it's happened to me so many times over the years and decades where I find something and I'm like, Oh my God, what is this? It's like a cheat code. And then like the next day work, <laughs> and you're like, motherfucker. Like it's but when you kind of have those like deviations of consciousness, like, so like accidentally got like toasted and I was like, all right, well I, I find I, I get the message for like three day, three days to a week. And that's when I have to hang up the phone. After that, I found like all sort of quote unquote enlightenment or revelations go away. And it just turns into like the archetype, like the stereotype of weed. I'm just ordering fast food and watching cartoons. And I'm like, what am I, fuck am I doing? I'm not getting anything. I'm not getting anything Listening out of this. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Amber's the color. I'm like, oh, I'm like Pink Floyd really had. I'm like, what am I? I've done this before. I just spent years oh, doing it. I'm like, it's not, it's not time for this. But if I do it like once a year, I'll have these like, Hey, you really, you know, you maybe you need to cut down alcohol or like you got to start dieting again or like you are, you know, you don't have as close a relationship with your family as maybe you should. And that's bothering these little things noted. And then I'll fix them and six months go by and 
I'll try it. I find whenever I'm like hesitant of, of using weed, that's the time to use it. When I'm like, I don't want to smoke with that because I know I'm going to start thinking about it. And it's like, well, now's the time to start thinking about. It. So you smoke and you kind of go through the anxiety. And then you're like, hmm. oh, I need to get better at saving money or something. And then you fix it and the you fix it on a deeper level. That being said. So last week I was going through, I guess, my, my biannual uh, THC adventures. And I noticed that um just how much this is all tying back into jessica saying dr rose saying you need to unplug because i found myself just i'd get up you know be playing video games or get up go use the restroom or something and just or in between i'd be on a podcast go use the bathroom and just instinctively i'd found like phone comes out thumb goes to twitter instagram whatever but when i was like hi i was acutely aware of just how much that like changed the vibe, right? You're at a party and you know, there's a certain musical. If someone accidentally like turns on the lights at a bar or like turns the music from like, you know, upbeat, let's get fucked up to like Beethoven. You very quickly, you're like acutely, you're like, what is this? You're, what, what is going, you know, when you're out laying in the sun, I don't cause I'm fluorescently white, but if you're laying in the sun, your eyes are closed. You don't even have to see it, but you can feel when a cloud goes across the sun. You're like, what is that? Or you, yeah, feel like the you feel the pressure drop. You're like, oh, a storm's coming. I was acutely aware of that. Just how quickly I went from like, just truly, I was like, oh, this is, you know, getting high. I was like, sometimes I forget. I'm like, I'm my own boss. I get to do a podcast for a living. I'm like, this is great. Like, this is the coolest thing. Yeah, like, I've been trying to get to this point for years. I call my mom every night. I play video games with my best friends every night. Like I work out every day. I wake up when I want. I, I talk to whoever. I was like, this is fucking badass. Just really joyful, blissful gratitude for my every day. I'm like, I have my own apartment with an air conditioner. I can take a hot shower. Just like, oh, this is cool. Like, but you can still wind up in in a state that you would prefer to um, perturb every once in a while. Sure. So that you can be deliberate about your next moves. Very true. But I would find in the moment of this just like blissful, oh, this is so cool. I get to talk to Dr. Rose. I get to talk to Matt. And like we're just fucking around talking about whatever we want. I would then go get on Twitter for 10 seconds. And like shifting a song or like the cloud going in front of the sun, like my heart rate would go up ever so slightly, just a little bit. Yeah. I would stop. I would stop noticing things around. Oh, it's sunny out. I'm thinking about getting like a like a puppy. Like I'm gonna go visit my parents for Thanksgiving. And I'd just be like And it's so funny, like because the, the oh, it all the stuff. to pull you down. You're like, oh fuck. Well, You're it's like, more than that, because it's not real. That's the other it's thing. Like it's not even real and it doesn't fucking oh, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. No, but it was like <laughs> First, it starts to suck you in. You're like, oh, man, uh, 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 Joe Biden just said or, or Trump just said or, or Putin's doing. And so not only does it start to rob you of today, but then like every once in a while, I like accidentally drop my phone and I like fall down like while I'm peeing. I'm like, I can't go get it. And instantly it sucked me out of it. And I'm just sitting there. I hear a bird chirping. And it just like I can hear the guest monologuing, the dryers going. I'm like, oh, like, what is and, like? This thing is just 
it's i mean it, i'm not going to be some like you know puritan or absolutist and say like there's nothing good about it but like i found uh, immediately when i started pulling those things up just zoom, like not to sound all new age but i mean really like a lower vibration just full of like anxiety and you know even if you don't buy into it you're like look at all these people just so fucking angry at each other let's own the libs own the conservatards fucking america this and and, and you're like oh, we're just looking at all this stuff and i mean you shouldn't be like ignorant of the world i mean you you do live in a world that you should be aware all, of all the but, people in the bots yeah yeah but that's the other thing is like how many people am i even dealing with and how many of these things are just yeah. just software just needling at you to get a response which people are directly they, profiting from you responding so i i read that twitter is uh like the the Twitterverse or whatever they call it is 80% bots. And I wouldn't doubt it. I, wouldn't doubt I, it I have friends who spend enormous amounts of time and energy wasted on that thing, yeah. the Twitter thing. And like, you know, I was there and then they, they suspended me because they're dumb, but like, I, I didn't enjoy it one day. It was, yeah. it felt it didn't feel good to me. I never connected to it. Thank God. Because yeah. I really got sucked into Facebook. I was like a Facebooker for like 15 years. Like but I was even that devoted. I was in a small focused, um, very high IQ. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Um, I won't say who was in it, but uh, um, Signal Chat Group. And, uh, and I was surprised that so much of the time was spent um talking about how to craft the perfect tweet and uh <laughs> I, I eventually oh. left the discussion group but uh, i i just you know it, it felt it felt very weird to me um i, I don't know uh yeah <laughs> it's it's kind of terrence mckenna used to say it and he'd be like um don't he'd, be, he'd always say don't digest culture he'd say you you're called he's like your life is not what and he died in the year 2000 so kind of He's like your 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 life is not what Bill Clinton says. It's not the the viewpoint of Ronald Reagan. It's not what Iran's doing. Like your your taste in music is not what's on the the Billboard 100. It's you say like uh, mine definitely isn't. I was yeah. listening to Slayer earlier. Hell yeah! But he would he had some quote. But he's like, you need to be here at. He had some weird way of saying it. it's how he always talked. But he was like, be basically. Your culture is like the inside jokes with you and your friends. You know, when it's kind of like speciation, you go to like Galapagos Islands and go to another island and they're so far genetically drifted that they're not at all like you ever kind of have like a, one of your close friends sort of introduce you to like another friend group he's in and you hear the inside jokes and you're like, what are y'all even talking English? Right. Like two of my two of my best one of my best friends, probably my best friend of like 20 years. It's got another friend that over the last couple of years I've become good friends with, but he's also known this guy for 20 years. They live together and they have these cats and they call them tummies, right? Because they have these fat stomachs. And I remember the first time going over there and I've, I've known this guy like literally like pre 9-11. That's how long I've known him. But I remember the first time we hung out and they were talking to like, where are my tummies? And I was like, oh, fuck are y'all? 
are you like are you brain dead like what happened are you been and they're, they're like what well, you know and everything was about a tummy this a tummy that and now like four years into it i'm friends with them we get online and it's like all right we're the tummies and like, everything's a tummy joke it's you're playing a game where you're shooting people in the face and you're like oh I'll give them a tums between the eyes right but it's he would say terrence mckenna would say make your own culture like devolve and he's like your highs like are your orgasms that like no one else witnesses but you and your partner like these are your things don't don't digest it and more and more whether it's twitter making you convinced that the world's about to fall into civil war or facebook and instagram convincing you that you're inadequate and everyone else is sexier and happier and and farther ahead in life what, what that even means versus youtube versus everything pulling you in Versus like, dude, that's not real. And the more you unplug from it, it, everything around, I mean, it's pretty, you have food, water, my door locks, and I have a bed. Like that's- Your door that's, locks. I'm like, that's, <laughs> yeah, no, a door lock. So when I go to sleep and I'm unconscious, no one comes in, food and water, the refrigerator works, the 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 toilet works, the shower works. Aside from that, like, the fuck else do I need? You start getting sucked into these things. You're like, oh, my God, we're giving all the stinger missiles to Ukraine. I'm like, I'm 32 with a biology degree. What the fuck do I know and or care about the production of stinger shoulder to air missiles? Like, what do I even I'm like, oh, God, we're we're moving troops to time. Like, I mean, it's it, it probably is important. But like, what in the ever living fuck do I know or care about instead you know what? Like, uh, I went and got a new debit card this morning. My old one expired. That was cool. I had a good yeah, laugh it, at the gym. Like, you're, or at that, you're at the cutting back. into why it is that that like the the Western Mandarins or a Globo Homo um, <laughs> completely misunderstands the flyover states. And yeah. uh, for for anybody, I, actually, I should say, uh, uh, global homogenous culture. No, global. Uh, right. Like, uh, yeah, th- th- this is where you don't have people who are creating their own culture, um, who don't get, you know, uh, the inside jokes that have been around for twenty years that turn into two word phrases yeah. that turn into Sometimes. a series of two word phrases that are spit out in in six different, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, iterations over a period of fifteen seconds, and and an entire conversation has happened between two people that nobody else would understand. Yeah, um, you know. It, probably uh you know every midwestern town has 10 of those subcultures and you know people communicating meaningfully um you know in 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 their twang and in and in their their different culture and and you know the the mandarins don't get it and they don't get what they're missing um they don't uh, ever dip in and experience it uh or it's discouraged you know It, it it is denigrated to the point that um you know it's kind of like cancel culture or it is a piece of cancel culture um, it, it is something that, that they're taught to avoid, but they don't know what they're avoiding. Yeah. And it's, um, right. uh, <clears throat> uh, a, a portion of my extended family lives in like they, and like a bunch of other, I don't know, maybe like 50 other families. They're all kind of like in and around this area. It's like a, it's like a, not even really a lake. It's kind of, it's like a big pond up in the middle of Bumblefuck, New England. And like, they all have their own solar panels, their own mini windmills. They all have like compost. They all garden. They all hunt. They have their own well water. They help each other out. Like what they all like collect all their beer cans together. And like they use that at the end of the year to like, uh, they, they pool together for like a, like a community snow plow. And they still go into town, which itself is tiny, but like an hour away. But I mean, they're in the woods and they kind of got their own thing going on. I've often joked that like, 
a fucking thermonuclear warhead could go off in Times Square and they wouldn't know for two or three weeks. <laughs> like it would just be aside from maybe, you know, if you hit one in Boston, you might be able to see a glow in the distant, distant, distant horizon. But and I've always been like jealous of that. And I still am. And I hope to get up there one day. But. And I've always thought, well, I'm, you know, I'm in, I'm in Maryland. I got to fucking, you know, I'm, unfortunately I can't dip out from society. But what I found with like meditation and even just unplugging, just taking the apps off my phone, I download them every day to upload the podcast to, and then I delete them all. It's like a five minute retarded process, but I do it for my own mental health because despite living in more of an urban area, if you remove all those things from your, your portal to the outside world you can start to almost live in your own secluded mountain lake area just in your mind it's just when i remove everything i'm here in like the immediate reality like where i walk 45 seconds to the gym and i see like the same geese every day and i like i, I always throw gang signs to the geese i don't know why they always honk at me and i'm like yo what up and then like I always see the same people at the gym and I'm always like fucking West side back the fuck up. Like I always like wave to the, if I see a turtle and I'm like, Oh, you knew here. I saw two turtles today. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Like these, I think you talked about it. One of our past episodes, like the profundity of talking to cats. Like, yes, that was the name. of Yes. Like dial the fuck out. Like, you know, well, the, the petrodollar is not backing up the grain in Ukraine and gas prices in the Nord Stream versus like just you just hear like your sneakers just crunching on the gravel. like, wah, wah, And I'm like, West Side, motherfucker, like keep walking like that is more that is you can back everything away. When I turn off all the connections to the outside world. I start to like recognize like the garbage people. I'm like, hey, what's up? Like, you know, introduce him like Phil. Like, hey, what's up, Phil? You know, it's not much, but even just a simple like you make eye contact with someone 100 yards away every day on the way to the gym and just give them a little one of these and, you know, they see you. Even that, you start to create your own little mountain community in your mind. And it's so much more relaxing versus sometimes I'll like forget, I'll, I'll upload all the podcasts or whatever. And I'll forget to delete the apps. I mean, without even realizing it, I'll find myself just, just laying, just scrolling, just scrolling. I'm like, oh, they graduated. They're oh, they're a lawyer now. They got kids. Oh, look at this happening in Twitter, Venice. And I'm like, and I'll find my just even without weed, I'll just find in general, I'm sort of sinking down. Whether Can it's I play anger, devil's advocate, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so I, I. I... Like I'm, I'm um, very worried about the way it is that, um, you know, social media is knocking on us at the same time. I feel like you almost have to go in and experience it to get a sense of what's going on. Oh, hundred percent. That, right. that you have to go in, you have to understand what the problems are. Like you have to go in realistically and understand like what the bots of Twitter are. Um, I'm even running a, an overt hashtag experience. I have hashtag overt hashtag experiment where I'm, I'm adding random tags not, not random actually a uh, politically oriented tags to see how many bots start following me even though i'm saying the exact opposite of what that bot would think that i would want to say that, you know, that they would want me to say um and, and I, I i've wound up getting followers and like you know shown pictures of their their profiles like this person would not be following me you know but you mm -hmm. hashtag blue wave on a tweet and suddenly you have you know 12 I new should, followers. I should um, but, uh, you know, going in, um, you kind of need to see 
what it is that that uh, global homo is doing in the world like what does it actually look like and social media is the best face of global homo yeah right it's presenting yeah. its face to you this weird amalgam of all these people performatively you know acting out what they believe um you know whatever their their weird brainwashing or you know whatever it is and libs of tiktok you know, uh, <laughs> this very well. And, uh, and, you know, just to, to cut in and say this, like, I, I'm, you know, I, I feel like I'm a fairly liberal person. You know, like I never really felt like I was sort of like on this, you know, uh, e- either real end of the whole conservative liberal spectrum. And I don't, I don't like that as an axis. No, it's you know? not uh, I, I don't. I, I think that that there's uh, lots of good intersection between, you know, uh, liberal values and conservative values. Um, but, you know, I, I guess my point being, you know, you go in and you see what the face of global homo looks like through through social media, and you can't not experience that and have a good idea of what's going on in the world. Yeah, it's um, where am I looking for? It's almost it's. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's like a weird recreation. It's, I don't know, how, how do I put it into words? You see this, it's like an odd, it's an odd, you know, it's, like the age old trope of like, oh, it used to be cool and then they went corporate. Or like, you know, it was a great it was a used to be a great restaurant and then it became a chain. You can see this thing where it starts as these, you know, the tummies, the inside jokes, or the mountain community, or talking to cats. And then someone with dollar signs in there, and hey, I'm I'm a capitalist. I don't see it as a bad thing. That being said, you see someone takes it and they go and they try to blast it to the world. And it's it's lacking a certain there's a there's a comedian who I listen to named Ray Kump who used to work in a morgue and he talk about how he can't even put it into work. And this is he's a brilliant guy, but he'd say you'd see someone that just died, I mean from an overdose, no no, no mangling of the body, no disease, I mean to the point where like they're still warm, and you're like, but you could look at them and granted you're in a morgue so you know they're dead, but he's like there's something that there's just a there's like a light that's not there. He's in, and he's an atheistic guy he's not but he's like you just look at it and there's there's a spark that's not there even though it it's identical and i kind of get that feeling when you see like a like an astroturfed movement online or uh or they're trying to make it a meme or you know you look at a song on youtube and it's got 320 million views you're like well it must be good and then you listen to it and you're like this is actually kind of fucking sucks there's this weird like style. yeah but there's this weird like there's like a certain spark that's not there like mcdonald's I, is good like a, i think a i think that, that describes all of globo homo yes it, I, I, I think i think they get put through these schools uh you know starting at a very early age um that enforces so much conformity the schools are built like prisons uh a bell rings and you know it's like it, it's like the octoon there's so much obedience training that goes on but then once that obedience training is established whoever has control 
um, gets to decide, you know, what it is that those people pay attention to next. And and then you get uh, the skilled TV watchers, as uh, JJ yeah. Cooey calls them. Uh, I love that phrase. That's a great uh, the phrase. When I heard that, I, I realized how much it connected to, um, you know, post-schooling and uh, the global homo culture, even amongst these extraordinarily well-educated people. You know, the people who can, you know, soak up uh, tremendous amounts of information, learn a profession, um, you know, learn learn great technical skills. And and yet um, they don't know that this is going on. They they don't know that it's happening to them, that it's almost like, you know, it's very much like a drug addiction. And they're too state oriented, too much state dependence. And there is some spark that they would have to find again by perturbing that, but they're so afraid to perturb it because of cancel culture, right? There, there's so much need for conformity that they can never step away from that signal. And I think that that causes a certain spark to go out. And um, it, it, it's it's a brainwashing process. Yeah, and, and we've seen it many times in history. Yeah, uh, uh, Jessica and I were supposed to be in a discussion with Matthias Desmond the other day. Unfortunately, he didn't make it. Um, and I was hoping to bring this up with him, um, <clears throat> it, you know, to talk about what is the effect of, you know, brain, like overt brainwashing, not just like, um, like there, you know, uh, I, I buy into the idea that there's free floating anxiety and that people need something to connect to, like some sort of pull where they all feel mm-hmm. like this is the right pull because there's so many other people connecting to it, right? This is, and I, I mean, this is part of the job of the bots of Twitter is to make the thought leaders look like polls that people connect to. I think that Twitter is is absolutely an engineering device for mass formation, but there are also people who are just, you know, quite severely brainwashed. And of course, there's a lot of like conspiracy theory about people being being brainwashed, but we have good historical examples like the the Hashishim of um, uh, it was a, a Shiite uh, maybe it was Persian uh, Persian Shiite sect um, where you had this guy who went out into the desert, claimed some king some castles that were already out there, right? Like either um, you know that were abandoned or he pushed people off them. But what he would do is he would buy children from, um, you know, parents who couldn't afford them or, or you know, he, he would get a whole lot of children and he created this brainwashing system. The males in particular, when they were reaching that age of puberty, um, he would drug them. And this is where hash comes from in Hashishim. He would drug them, take them into this lush garden. They were uh, attended to by whores. Um, you know, young women who, you know, that was their job when he would buy them. Um, but, you know, whores feasting, you know, all the food they could want, you know, more drugs, wine, whatever. And then he would drug them and take them out. And then he would tell them that they had experienced heaven, that they had a vision. And of course, they're around all these other people who say, yeah, 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 I had the same vision. Mine was two years ago, blah, blah, blah. You know, you, you get people believing in this, in this thing that goes on. And, uh, and suddenly you have a homogenous culture of severely brainwashed people who just want to get back to heaven right you have a cult and he would literally use his cult to perform uh assassinations uh either for his own political end or for for you know take bids bids from people right um there were centuries like nobody even knows when this ended nobody knows when the hashishim stopped and this is the the this is where the word assassin comes from right um, you know, I think uh, maybe it was the Europeans and the Europeans thought that a lot of assassinations that were happening in Europe in like the 13, 14, 15, 1600s were attributable to these assassins. 
but nobody actually mm-hmm. knows if if the Hashishim were still going after the 1200s or so. But the point is that once once people know that that technology is available, once people understand you know that level, um, one of course you can expect it's happening. The Russian red rooms mm-hmm. were you know who knows if if the people who created that program had direct understanding of the Hashishim. They may have. They may have based it on that. Um, there are other historical examples of the creation of golems. Um, that's a word that gets used in some cultures. Um, but then, uh, you know, maybe Globo Homo has its own Hashishim. Maybe, maybe even the educational process and the indoctrination process into the universities and into the professions. Um, maybe they have the sense of this. Maybe they they give a taste of heaven, and then they remove it, but have everyone believing. This is what you're going to. I, and I, I've often wondered if that's what part of like the whole singularity discussion is about, because mm. um, that that discussion has been going on for decades. And it's always like, hey, transhumanism is just around the corner. We're going to upload our our minds uh, to, to machines. That's like next year. Right. <laughs> you always hear that some a certain portion of the AI people going, you know, it's just around the corner or or the the anti-aging uh, experts um, saying, you know, we're going to have this lift off, you know, this uh, exponential curve, yeah. of, of life uh, extension. Escape and I think that, that this becomes part of this like internal brainwashing process that is part of everything that we're experiencing right now. And it's part of the reason why we we're, we're so confused about these insane decisions made by, you know, large portions of the, you know, the leadership, the science class, the technology class. It's so when I pulled up my phone a second ago, I was pulling up a quote about the spark. It's from Ramdas. Um, Within each of us, there was once a fire. And for some of us, it seems as though there's only ashes now. But when we dig in the ashes, we find one ember and we very gently and very gently, we fan that ember. We blow on it and it gets brighter. And from that ember, we rebuild a fire. And all we're doing for all of eternity is sitting around the fire. And like, that is a thing where, I mean, you can, you can feel that realism, right? I mean, you can go get, you can go get, you can go get a fucking, you know, chicken nuggets. You can go get a pint of ice cream. You can go get whatever. You can eat yourself into a coma and it's great. And I will do it many more times, but it's never quite as satisfying as like homemade food on Thanksgiving or Christmas. It just, it puts you in a different kind of food coma and you can never quite recreate i mean there's i mean there is a dopamine rush to 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 nailing a big podcast getting a big guest down right getting a a spike in views or you're like fuck yeah you built the thing i mean like or you can play a video game and it can kind of reproduce the dopamine where you finally beat a level or something but then very quickly it's not there because the second you turn off the screen that whole reality goes away and it's this odd, it's lacking the spark. It gets really, really good at mimicking, mimicking the fire, but it's not real. And Matthew, as you said, deep down, we all know how to get to it, but there's a bit of, it's, it's, it's the, it's the paths diverging in the woods. You can go from the fake path to the real path, but yeah, you do kind of have to walk through some like thick woods for a little bit. You're going to get cut up and bit by a mosquito and your shoes are going to get wet. But like, you can go back to the the real path where like the spark is real, where it's not fluorescent lighting, it's sunlight. It's not an industrial fan. It's like a summer wind. You can go back there. You know it. It's pulling you. It's something deep inside that I don't know what it is. There's some weird instinctual thing. But there's also a fear because 
although the artificial one's artificial, it's there's still some level of comfort. There's still some. There's nothing better than waking up, going to the gym, doing some push-ups, getting on the treadmill, lifting weights, and it just wakes you up. You can roll out of bed and just like slam a Red Bull. It's like I've done it for podcasts. Like you're there, but you're never quite as awake. It's not as clear. It's not as deep. It's, I mean, like we talked about earlier, you know, smoking weed, pick up the, you know, pick up the phone, get the message and put it down. You can take a Xanax. You can have a couple beers. Those will get rid of like your internal doubts and anxieties for a bit. It's never, never even holds a candle to actually going and instead of getting fucked up and being like, I just don't want to think about this right now. Just going, I got to answer all these emails. I just have to do this right now. Like my, I have to clean my shower. I just have to, I've got to fucking go to the, I've got to go to Walmart, not even get groceries. I got to get the shit that like you rarely have. I got to go get a broom. I got to go get a fuck. I got to go get Clorox. I got to go get like whatever. But once you finally go and get it all and you make that like that bitch of a trip and you're bringing shit in and out of your apartment, there's like a level of peace after it that is real, right? Even even Jessica, Jessica's tired as fuck right now. You could take a caffeine pill and you'll wake up a little bit. Nothing's going to be as good as when you finally get a full night of sleep. You wake up and it just hits different. And I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I guess I don't know what the prescription is. It's just unplug and you can find that, that real. I guess can I share, can I share one more quote yeah, with you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who is, who is it that uh, wrote the quote that you read a moment R- ago? Ram Dass, uh, formerly Richard, okay. Al- R- Richard Alpert. Here's Charles Bukowski. Don't quit. Save a tiny little ember. A yeah. Spark. And never give them that spark because as long as you've got that spark, you can start the greatest fire again. Yeah. A single spark can, st- can burn down a forest. I love that Bukowski quote. Is just hold on to a little bit. And I don't know. I mean, is there some deeper thing? Does that cause bad sleep? Just not being unplugged? I don't know. I really don't know, but you. we we kind of like there's some weird thing where like again Terrence McKenna what get a cat oh we can't see <laughs> he's he snuggled up into my lap and he's just he's like literally just looking up at me like <gasps> that's, you're yeah. gonna give me your attention now <laughs> but that but that's like that's reality like fuck everything else there's a cat on your lap like purring like that's. That's it. I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. No, fuck everything I, I and everybody else. It, it, it's not superficial. It's like... Uh, it's real. This is reality because if I don't feed him, he won't survive. <laughs> yeah. No, it's 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 right here. There's like... Again, there's like... There, there's, well, there's... And you need to see the adoration, you know, when they put their chin on your hand and they really don't want your hand to move. Yeah. And, and, and like <laughs> press down on it. <laughs> yeah. No, like that is... That and the, there's a weird Terrence McKenna said it. You know the prop or the 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 thing about life is not finding the answer; it's facing the answer. Because so long as you think you haven't found the answer yet, you can sort of launder any responsibility or long term obligations to. I just have like I get that all the time with this podcast. I've I've kept an Excel spreadsheet since the day it started, December twelfth, twenty nineteen. If I look back at it one year ago. So September 7th, 2021, almost to a T across all platforms, BitChute, Odyssey, Rumble, Spotify, views, downloads, whatever. 
it's grown tenfold. If I go back to September 7th, 2020, across all platforms, it's grown tenfold again. And a tenfold annual growth rate is fucking great. But I'm impatient and I want it now. But the reality is this, is so long as I think I just haven't figured it out yet, I don't have to address the, because what's the real, the 800 pound elephant in the room is, oh, so you just have to keep at it for a couple more years. And you kind of don't want to address that. Like, oh God, that's a lot of work. By thinking, oh, I just haven't got the right guest yet. It's like, it's like this, it's this carrot. It's this high that you can put in front of you where you're like, I just have to get the right guest and then it's going to blow up. And it's maybe, but the reality is it's probably, I just have to find the right workout. No. No, you just have to do the work that you're doing every day for five years. That's the thing we don't want to address. Oh, I just if I just download this this workout program and take this supplement, nope. Once, yeah, it's just, find, find the one that you want to enjoy. Yeah, yeah, and do that. And there's and it's like that's facing the answer. And so I said that to say, like deep down, I think like we all we all know what to do. There is some like deep instinctual programming like we know to get good sleep to exercise to eat healthy to not eat too much to have friends to not get sucked into the internet it's really not a complex equation yet it's so fucking hard to do and we just well i just gotta find the right playlist i just gotta find the right video game no 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 real relationships Real laughing, real love, go and see the geese. Like that's it. And we don't want to, we don't want to face that because it's so much easier to say, I just got to get the, a, a better prescription. No, you just need to stop eating food. You fucking fat ass. And that's me talking to myself. Like there's no secret. There is no secret. Eat less. But once you finally start doing it, it's, you get the message and you can hang up the phone and it's just a level of peace that just trumps everything else. I don't really know why I'm going on this rant or where it's going or what the point of it is, but yeah. I don't know. It was good. Thank we're you. About with, with, uh, you know, we're talking about connecting back to you know, things that are healthy from the the strange world that we're experiencing now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was asked this yesterday for the first time by someone who interviewed me, like, what do you do to... Uh, to, to stay sane in all of this. And it was really surprising to me that like, I mean, I've been doing one or two of these every day for like a year and no one asked me that yet. And I was like, oh, okay. And uh, so, yeah, we, we had this conversation basically like, uh, you know, I have very, um, very structured, like, uh, very simple routine and and I, I i i guess i don't need to adhere to it i don't like using that word but it's it's, it's nice if i can mm -hmm. so it's, it always involves um sunlight uh that's so important uh, and i'm you know i'm lucky to to get it so it's like yeah i'm gonna go take that you know little gift today and um and 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 just bonding with nature and having like <laughs> You, you don't really notice how insane everyone is until 
you you can notice how insane everyone is. And I think in order to be able to do that, you can't be connected to to this device. I, it, I'm, over, I'm oversimplifying, but when I walk, I walk like an hour a day and I, I never bring like a device. I, I used to, I, I was taking my iPhone everywhere for music or, you know, to make sure I got my, my phone calls or whatever. And I'm like, I never do that now. But every single, every single person uh, that I see on the walk that I do is connected to this. And uh, so they're not connected to the sounds of the sea or or the the geese or um, all all the amazing things that that are just you know happening and and I guess most people don't really give a rat's ass about you know what the clouds look like today or like you know the, well, their the goal sound is to of get back to the wrong heaven yeah yeah. And, and I, th I think that's a shame. You know, I, I, I think that um, that maybe a lot of it is just not, you know, not being insane when you encounter, you know, um, the, the connected, uh, you know, mechanistic global homo face of the world or something like that. Um, and and yeah, how you how you live your life before connecting with it probably has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally true. I mean, I was uh, raised in Northern Ontario myself, and uh, my dad and I would go camping. Uh, we, w when we went on vacations, we would drive to the Great Lakes, usually Great uh, Lake Superior. And um, back then, it wasn't too polluted to swim in. So it always involved fishing and cooking outside and tents and fires. It's been who, when you mentioned a campfire, Tommy, I was like, oh my God. Oh. I think it's been well over a decade since I've sat near a fire, and that's not okay. That's not good. I mean, a campfire on the beach, you know, just looking at the fire. There's there's something very hypnotizing there's about so looking at embers in the nighttime. There's something by the so primal about it. Ugh, it's and and you just I I've done it and got lost for hours. Oh, better yeah. than any trip I've ever been on. It's uh, like oh, better than any LSD is sitting just next to a fire and just watching it. Like, yeah, that vine just fell down. It uh, weird. Yeah, it just hello. Yeah, well, hello, Mister Vine. Welcome. The nice thing <laughs> if it's coming to get you, they're yeah. real slow. Yeah, that's the good thing about plants. <laughs> Yeah, next time it'll be on my shoulder and then it'll be in my head. Slowly wrapping around <laughs> you. It's just very slow. But there is like going up to like my parents' place, go up and it's like out in like the snow and just building a fire. I mean, you can sit there for, I've done it by myself, just like two hours. It's just, there's snow on the ground. It's quiet. And just like logs are just like hissing and popping and falling and burn. you just sit there and like, your mind just sort of goes zoom and you just watch it and it just it like massages your soul it's the yeah and it's despite being 2022 that is still more like enchanting and calming 
than even a, a billion dollar CGI virtual reality. Like, no, nah, that's all well and good. It's like, go just fucking throw some twigs together and let it on fire. It's so much better than Avatar. <laughs> like, it's just, you can get whatever. 4K TV, video, sure. Great, fantastic. Get a stick and put it in the fire. And then pull out the stick and go, now nah, the stick's on fire. That's fucking great. That's fantastic. If you're near water, you dip it in the water and it sizzles out. It's amazing. It's really, it's really, it's it's really not that complex. Speaking but, of which, have the two of you seen? Uh, there's an article on MedPage today. I don't know if it's if it's showing up anywhere else uh, yet, but it says a death knell for cadavers. Is it time to say R.I.P. to this staple of medical training? And they're talking about training medical students on virtual reality instead of them. What? Actually going no. through bodies. Oh, eat a dick. Fuck off. What? <laughs> no, operate on operate on a body like like mine. They won't be operating on me. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, and, and, and actually, my first thought when I saw it was actually, wow, you know, do we have? Are we worried that too many bodies are going to have signs of of whatever has actually gone on during the pandemic? Ooh. Right, like these clots mm. that people are pulling out, which which I I still like like this pandemic is so weird that I still have a reservation on that, even though people that I trust. What do I? You're the only other person I've heard say anything like that. And I'm very firm on it. And everyone asks me, everyone asks me because of my, my uh, hemoglobin red blood cell amyloid hypothesis. And they're like, is that why we're seeing those white things? And I'm like, listen, uh, I, I, I need more sources. I've actually sent some people I know to go find me more morticians, more stories. Yes, more. You have, you have to get you have to get independent understanding of these. Of things. course, that's what good journalism is, and basically yes. that's what we're doing. So it's like different sources, completely unknown people, and and I'm not saying it's not real. Absolutely exactly. not. Because there's a little exactly. doctor or embalmers, but. Um, for the the evidence that I've seen, the physical evidence has only come from one person. So I'm like, that's not good enough for me. It's good. It's a start. And yes, okay, maybe people are afraid to come out, and I get that too. But um, it means, and this is why it's important to me, I don't have a good answer for anyone because I can't definitively say yes. My, you know, I I say what I always say about stuff when asked a direct question. I'm like, well, you know what? I haven't done it myself, so I can't really say. So, um, but who knows, right? White, rubbery, proteinaceous, fibrous structures. It Fibrin. makes sense. And, and, and but... it is, it's really important to, to maintain that level of skepticism uh, and, and to maintain that distance from even the people that you've worked with or the people that, you've, that you trust. Yeah, to, totally. To something like this, because... I, I've been through this experience myself where I have done specific research and I see um, a a propaganda campaign that is formed around this research to blot to blot my findings out and to push um, amongst our community, you know, the people who are, you know, trying to poke back at, at um, I don't know, pandemic authoritarianism. And, you know, specifically, um, you know, my my analysis of the Defense Medical Epidemiological Database, I was asked to go in and, you know, look at the the queries that had been run that uh, Thomas Renz had presented uh, with the whistleblowers at the Senator Johnson hearing. And I went in and I found, well, you know, that, well, one, some of the calculations just weren't done right. 
And um, you know, the people who are who were saying these numbers, they've never shown like the queries, for instance, and they could just they could put them on the screen very easily. Um, but I think that they don't because you will see that the queries are not being matched up properly. You know, I have all these queries, so I know this, right? Um, but the second is that um that they they did not check um you know the historical numbers to make sure that they were you know matching their denominator. It looked like they should have thought there's something wrong here, or, or, or maybe I shouldn't say they should have. A, a good, uh, ex, an experienced data mind would have said, "Wait, these numbers are so different that I need to find a way to check previous rates or previous numbers or something." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, and that's, those, that's those were available. They were yeah. available. They were published. I found them. I made the comparison, and I said something's wrong here. So I found out that the DOD was not lying when they said there was a glitch in the database. Now, we still don't know the nature of it. We don't know if it was intentional, unintentional. We don't know if it was part of their own propaganda operation. Um, you know, We still don't know why it is that, that this glitch would have gone unnoticed for months if anybody was using this database in a responsible way. Um, but what's what's happened is uh, there have been people who didn't want my findings to come out who have literally sort of commercialized the original um findings and made videos found people who were willing to make videos you know claiming these numbers who i doubt have ever looked at the original queries or 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 understand them if they have or have have seen you know the articles that, that i've written explaining you know what's happened and where we need to go for further investigation but uh the, you know there there are meetings being held with hundreds or thousands of people where statements are made like you know uh these findings are widely accepted to be true referring to the original rinse numbers at the hearing. And and I, I even pointed out uh, in an article that I wrote recently that um, that part of that projection has come from like people in the DOD who are specifically psychological warfare operation specialists. They gave, and, you know, it, that's what's on their Twitter account. Jesus and here Christ. they are blasting out this information. And I'm just like, wow, that's, you know, this they is- know. <laughs> but you know, in, in the meantime, you have two stories that are that both appear to be false on one level or another. And yeah. there are a lot of people who could help me out with this, but they don't. Psychological. It's like when you see like James Clapper, former was he CIA or NSA chief. He's he was like, CIA. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, on, oh, yeah. he's on CNN. And he's oh, wait, like, was Clapper FBI? Anyway, no, Clapper on. was Clapper was CIA. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Hayden, CIA. Was, Hayden was NSA. When you see him on TV, and like the 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 spooks spook, like at the heart of the military industrial complex when they're on TV and they're like, "We need to go into Syria," and everyone's like, "Well, you fucking said it." It's like, man, it used to be that like they would try to like, you know, get assets in these news companies, Operation Mockingbird, or you know, just not even not they don't even have an asset, have someone that doesn't know they're an asset, but kind of craft their own thinking. Now they just straight up go on there. You have these pale ghouls in black suits that are just like, we need to bomb the fuck out of Yemen. And everyone's like, see, we gotta do it. And it's like, dude, that's that is the trope of like evil. That is Henry Kissinger incarnate. But um it's three fifteen. And like I said, I have to run I have a hard out of 315. I have another podcast. So unfortunately, I got to kind of cut this one rather abruptly. But um, Matthew Crawford, Mr. Matthew Crawford, I'll put your subsect in your, uh, uh, your your podcast in the description. Dr. Rose, I will put your substack in the description. Uh, yeah, I have I'll... a new substack. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's jessica5b3.substack.com. 
Can you put so that? I, in? I have a new newsletter on the go because the other one was too full. I, I was like, scroll, 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 like trying to go down to find another one. And I'm like, this is dumb. I'm going to start a new one. Can you, can you yeah. drop that link in the email thread? Like, right yeah, after right. this so i can put it in the description and matthew can you link your podcast so i can put that in there sure sure thank you so much matthew enjoy your vacation are we going thank you yeah i, I, I have to i have to run I know, it does uh, feel like we just began this oh. conversation like there's so many interesting threads we could go but you know we'll, we'll do this another day right i'm right? sorry I, I i know i'm sorry i had to cut this one rather short um and dr rose i hope you get some sleep and yeah i know mean, i'm tired so and i surfed to I surfed today and I, it was like, uh, they were, the waves were big. I took all the biggest ones. You guys will be happy to know and was told that I was the best surfer out there. And anyway, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm really hoping dudes that I, I get barreled in a dream soon. <laughs> that plant's going to kill you. That plant's going to give you the sleep you need. Um, but yeah, that's fine. I'm sorry I had to cut this one short. I have several podcasts yesterday that all got pushed to today, and now I'm trying to make everybody happy. And I'm hoping. All right. Well, good luck and and keep your energy because that's an important thing. Yes, ma'am. I will go. Uh, I will go pet cats and tummies and talk to geese. That's the only fucking word. Fuck Lobo Homo. Fuck the, tech- <laughs> fuck the technocratic dictator. One day, one day, it won't just be Campfire Wiki. It will be real campfire and us three drinking beers. Let's make that happen. Let's add a hundred percent. No, no. Let's add a hundred percent do that. Let's get shit faced and do like a six hour podcast. Yeah. We need to get you on a plane, Jessica. We're getting you on a plane. We're going to assemble a private plane so that I can bring my cat. I am there. I swear to God. Let's not get crazy. I don't have any. I was was thinking more like. I promise you if we can crowdfund that shit, I'm there. I'm thinking more cheapest ticket, 11 layovers. It'll take you a week to get here. We'll call it private. No, no, private jet, one way, no stops. I'll have my, I'll, I'll have my team that doesn't exist. We'll put it together. I'll talk to my investors who also don't exist. Oh, I believe in miracles, man. If you have like, you know, a real intention, uh, you, right, you if, can realize. But if anybody if listening to this fight. is interested, <laughs> fucking start commenting and fuck it, we'll do it. We'll put Jessica on a goddamn private G six and fly her over here. And that will be the 99% of the expenses towards this podcast. Just because I want to bring my fat cat. Bring the cats. Bring the cats and we will go light a fire and talk. Just one. He's, you know, he's enormous, but he's just one. one. (laughs) Well, fuck it. Let's let's do it. Let's actually put Jessica on a plane. We will. We will. Let's do it. I'll bring the beer. Fuck yeah. Let's do this thing. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you for listening. God bless both. I'll put the uh, links in this. Please drop those links in the email so I can put them in the description. And uh, Already done. another one. Oh, thank you so much. All right. Take care, everybody.